Real Money Show, you know the number, one eight seven seven eight silvergildhallwealthcom Jeremy, how are you, pal? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. Darren good. is off this week, so uh, we still got three of us in here, but we're going to do our thing, right? That's right. That's right. So the big thing this week is, of course, that the the value of gold and, or the price of gold is down. Price of silver was down. Um, we saw some really good buying opportunities ultimately as we're going to go through the show and explain why this is a, ultimately a good opportunity because it looks like gold and silver got taken out to the woodshed uh, over the course of the week. We are rebounding as we tape the show today on, on Thursday, but... Um, you know, it was it was it was down, down, down all week. Some people asking why, others not asking, right, Paul? Most people yeah, were saying, it, "I'm just gonna, it, I'm just gonna buy a little more." It's like a mystery. I mean, you know, when the price dropped down yesterday as low as fourteen dollars and thirty cents silver. Uh, today, as we're taping the show Thursday afternoon, silver's trading around about fourteen seventy-five an ounce U.S. Gold is trading at eleven seventy-eight U.S. So we bounced up today, um, pretty good. I mean, uh, we're up about thirty cents on silver, and gold's up almost four dollars on the day. But yesterday, when the market was getting smashed down, um, you know, people get a little nervous. And the weak sisters are weak sisters. They always want to sell off. Um, and, you know, my job uh, as well is talking people off the ledge, you know, because these are temporary things. Uh, what was traded, what was pushed down yesterday was paper. It wasn't physical gold. It wasn't physical silver, because I can tell you, we sold an incredible amount of gold and silver in the afternoon yesterday when the market settled and bottomed at around about 1440 people started coming in and phoning and they were buying one ounce gold bars um, and 100 ounce bars of silver and uh, this morning when I spoke to two of my wholesalers um, they are back ordered on from the Royal Mint on one ounce gold bars. We have product in stock, but we place orders every day and we have allocated product that's sent to us every month. And we sold more than actually our allocation uh, in this month. So what's being sold is paper, not the physical product. So uh, I'm just flummoxed. I can't figure out why um, the US dollar is so strong. It's $21 trillion in debt. Wow. You know, people don't realize what $21 trillion is. It can never be paid off. The only way it can be paid off is a war, or you have to devalue, you know, your currency down to zero. It's going to, you know, it's it will have to happen. Um, $21 trillion, that's without Medicare, which is unfunded, and Social Security. You keep kicking the can down the road. Keep kicking it down the road. Who's going to pay for that? You know, we look at different economies. We look at the central banks all around the world. They're still buying gold. Turkey, that's their lira, has just been beaten up something terrible by the U.S., who's put sanctions on them um, over uh, a pasta uh, that was not food pasta, a pasta um, that was imprisoned for the last two years. That's not a reason to put sanctions on uh, and try to ruin someone's economy. Turkey has been buying gold in their central bank. They've been a big buyer. Russia, big buyer of gold. India, China, 
you know, all these countries have been buying gold through their central banks. They're looking to get away from the petrodollar. They're looking to get away from that U.S. dollar. They want their own currency and being backed up somewhere down the road by gold. One eight seven seven eight silver. By the way, uh, the uh, the number to get it started, guildhallwealth.com as well. Yeah, the story of the price of gold right now is really a story of the paper price mainstream media story versus the reality. Mm-hmm. And we're living in the reality side of things where I would say on this downdraft in, in the market, the amount sold versus the amount purchased was probably uh, 20 to 20 to 80, 20 sells, 20% sell to 80% buying. The 20% being, you know, some capitulation, people losing some faith. Um, and I understand that. Look, this is the owning gold is not for everybody. Um, you know, fast traders, not for them. Um, people who have all the answers and make 20, 25% a year and don't need a safety net, not for them. You know, so in some cases, um, gold is not for everybody. Uh, people who just watch the price, who don't do any research, don't haven't listened to a show like this where right. you find out the fundamentals, where you just follow along with where the wind goes, probably not for you. Um, you know, and right now you see major volumes increasing on on the exchanges, um, paper being pushed down, the the bobbleheads on on mainstream media saying. Well, it's not liquid. Listen, it's completely liquid. <laughs> you know, it's one of the most liquid assets in the world. Well, it's not a store of value. It's absolutely 100% a store of value. In Turkish lira, right? The gold's gone from 6,000 to 8,000 in a very wow. short order. This is the only thing that's protecting uh, the Turkish people right now from the the value of their dollar, the lira going down. We're going to talk more in the next segment about understanding uh, a case study of what happens. Turkey is the case study of right. what happens when central bank uh, low interest policies run their course, because I think mm-hmm. this is really the domino that's falling. And I think ultimately the takeaway here on the, the price of gold going down this week, and by association, the price of silver going down this week is, uh, and wouldn't you agree with me, Paul, we've seen this before. These are the moments gold and silver get taken to the woodshed just before some major economic event happens, and all of a sudden, boom, the, the prices start to skyrocket. Well, you know, you, you look at what's actually happening. If you look at silver... There is less silver in the world today than there was five years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago. Um, And silver is used in virtually everything that's manufactured, from solar to flat screen TVs to cell phones, you know, to missiles. So the real world. Yeah, Yeah, and, and, and this product is not recyclable and not recoverable. I mean, who is going to pick out the tiniest minute piece of silver from an iPhone or, or from a flat screen TV. Mm-hmm. It just, it right now, at $15 an ounce, it's not worth it. If silver was to be $100 an ounce, you'd have some third world country where they would have kids picking, you know, the silver out of anything that they could get out of. You've got to look at the supply. Gold 
and silver. Silver, there's no new silver mines coming on board. Um, well, the it, whole industry is decimated. Yeah, well, you know, they've done their best to knock out gold and silver. They want digital currency. Digital currency can be controlled by governments. They don't even have to print. All they have to do is a keystroke, send a trillion dollars over. Mm. What's yeah, a trillion dollars? A trillion dollars, let me give you a quick example. If you took a, an American football field and took a pallet, a skid, packed it with $100 bills, then put another skid on top of it with more $100 bills and filled up a football field and put a 747 jet in the end zone, you still wouldn't have a trillion dollars. So $21 trillion that the U.S. owes, how are you going to pay for it? By Trump saying, oh, I saved $1.2 billion because I beat a country up and we got paid in, you know, in, in some extra revenue because we really beat them up. Yet, Who's going to pay for that? The consumer is going to pay for it. But I, I think, and I think the trade, the trade issue and these trade wars is more about the fact that you're going around, you're you're instigating these supposed deals. No one's making any deals. It's just it's just the U.S. forcing these tariffs on and and whatnot. But what you are creating is resentment and turning these countries away from the US dollar. So it's one of those situations. We saw this in Iran. When they put the sanctions on Iran, Iran just turned around and said, okay, we'll just deal with other people. We'll deal with uh, China. We'll deal with Russia. We'll deal in their currencies and we'll buy a whole lot of gold to make sure that we don't have to worry if sanctions get put on us from the US. And every time one of these trade uh, tariff things, trade wars are happening, it's just pushing other countries into the arms of people who say, yeah, let's make some deals where we don't have to use the US dollar, which means ultimately this is all just shooting themselves in the foot. Now, that's just my opinion. But in the next segment, stay tuned because we're going to talk about the case study of Turkey and how it's a, a study of what happens when low interest rates run their course. This is a huge domino. And when we talk about on the show that we've seen this before, this price action in the metals, we saw it in, in, in 2008, um, you know, silver got pushed down from about $20 to $8. Gold went from, I think, about 900 down to 650 mm. And right after that, Everything fell apart. Gold and silver made massive runs over the next couple of years, and uh, there's a lot of money to be to be made. So stay tuned. Let's let's look at Turkey and what its consequences are for your money. Look, when you start to investing with Guildhall using a TFSA or registered accounts for every five thousand dollars invested, by the way, a gram of gold uh, will be yours. So uh, contact for more information and get the ball rolling. One eight seven seven eight silver the number and Guildhallwealth.com. Real Money Show continues. Global News Radio six forty Toronto. Real Money Show one eight seven seven eight silver the number Guildhallwealth.com. And uh, Jeremy, continue. Want to talk about Turkey and also letting people know how they can get it. Uh, just get started, right? Take advantage of this. That's right, and you can even get free gold. Nice. Uh, we do physical precious metals mm -hmm. in registered accounts, and everything that we've been talking over the course of uh, this show and talking about people getting into the market, it's it's investors acquiring actual physical product, putting it in their hand, they're taking it home, they're putting it into an allocated 
uh, segregated depository account where it's an independent vault facility, or they're putting it into their registered accounts. Now, we have people who literally do not feel safe having money in any sort of currency. They want to protect it. They're willing to pay 1% a year storage to have their investments in precious metals. We offer physical precious metals in registered accounts, your RSP, your TFSA, your Lira, your RIF, even your RESP. Get get the physical, get allocated, segregated, get the serial numbers, have access to the vault so you can go and literally hold the product in your hand and know that you have taken physical product out of the markets. We were talking about paper going back yeah. and forth. This is not paper. This is not a contract between you and a bank or you and a you and some investment firm. This is your product. We just help you get it. Well, what happens as well is when people buy contracts, um, future contracts in, in bullion, especially gold and silver, the problem is there is more product traded in one day that is mined in a year. Um, if you look at the, you know, s something like the COMEX, you know, an ounce of gold is traded a hundred times over. Now, if that was to collapse, who's going to get hold of that one ounce of gold? Yeah, what if I want mine? Uh-huh. So, you know, by taking the physical product out of the market, out of the system, putting it in a safe, secure depository, it's allocated, segregated to you, um, this is the way to go. Gold and silver for 5,000 years has been money. You know, we talk about the real money show. We always talk about gold and silver as real money. It has its ups and downs, but if you even go over the last 10 years, or you know, in gold or silver, where are we at, Jeremy, on gold? What would it be up over the last 10 years? Over the last 15 years, it's up about 300%, Jeez. just shy of 300%. It's, uh, and that's the thing. This isn't about watching the price in U.S. dollars. It's about protecting your wealth in your own currency because all currencies are losing value. U.S. dollar might be gaining in the short term, but their long-term uh, outlook is not pretty for the U.S. dollar. So you can have fun on this uptrend and say, oh, I'm going to be out of gold into the U.S. dollar, but how long can that last? As you mentioned, you know, the, they've, they've printed their way into oblivion. We're going to talk about it. I, the, the Fed might be getting ready for, for another round of QE. So, you know, do you trust being an only fiat currency or do you want to hedge a little bit around and have some physical? Well, we suggest, you know, 10 to 15 percent of gold, silver, physical product in your portfolio. It's an insurance policy. You know, you have home insurance, you have car insurance, you have life insurance. Nobody wants to collect their life insurance. Nobody <laughs> wants to have their house burned down, but you still have it. The reason gold and silver is such a safe haven, I was talking to a client yesterday that was complaining, you know, silver it, it's done nothing in the last two, three years. And I said, well, what price did you pay? And they said, well, I paid $15. I said, well, $15, the Canadian dollar was a par. You're up 31% just on the currency. That's what an investment in gold and silver would do, will protect your capital. That's a perfect example of someone not looking at, they're looking at the price in U.S. dollars. They're not looking at the price in their own currency, and that's a huge thing when you start to look at the at the Turkish situ at the situation in Turkey. Well, it's the same thing. Some you know the customer says, "Well, why is it I see the price uh, at fifteen dollars and you charge fifteen fifty? Well, the difference is one is paper that doesn't exist. The product is physical. There has to be a spread because it has to be fabricated. It has to be taken out of the ground. 
it's smelted, it's put into bars. The smaller the bar, the bigger the premium. So, But if you buy a 100-ounce bar, you're paying a 50-cent spread. Mm -hmm. That goes to the manufacturers and the wholesaler. So that's an example when you have something that's physical versus paper. We believe, even with the market getting beaten up, I think you're going to see silver go to $100. It's not going to happen tomorrow. It won't happen, you know, next week or the week after, but it's going to happen because all these players that are shorting right now paper in gold and silver, sooner or later they're going to have to cover cover their shorts. Right. And when that happens, the price goes through the roof. And it's the same thing if if people have contracts and they want to take delivery. They're not going to be able to find the product because it doesn't exist if you're trading a hundred times more in one day than that than the product is available. Which is, that's why it's key to have the physical product. And that's why we're already seeing shortages come into the market. And especially when the market does get pushed down like this, people do go in and take advantage. Not everyone is watching CNBC and paying attention and saying, oh, I'll follow what, what Buffett's doing because they wheeled him out and, and we're going to follow what he does. Oh, he's invested in Apple and he's invested, what, 20% of their portfolio in Goldman Sachs. We've talked about this on the show. Do your research. It only takes three or four stocks to push the whole stock market up. So if he's invested most of it into Apple and Goldman Sachs, guess what? He's probably the biggest player in the stock market pushing it up. So this isn't about just following you know, this one guy who's in with the the mainstream media and pushing, helping push the stock market up because that's what Trump wants. This is about doing your own research. One eight seven seven eight silver is the number. Guildhallwealth.com. Again, if you want to get into opening an account, you know, we can help you with that. Whether it's an allocated finance account, whether it's a registered account, we partner with Quest Trade. They're the custodian when it comes to registered accounts. We do the buying and selling and all the administration that in, that you need. Uh, we hold your hand through the whole process. Um, if you want to go to our e store, you can go to Guildhallwealth.com top right hand corner you can buy metal you can whether you want to buy a one ounce gold 10 ounce gold kilos of gold same thing in silver whether you want to buy silver maples one ounce 10 ounce 100 ounce bars it's available for you to, there to to buy it pick it up or we can deliver for you every order over a thousand dollars is prepaid we make the payments very easy um, whether you want to do a wire transfer, if it's over a certain amount, we to do bank drafts, we do bill payment, we do pre-authorized debit where we can, you know, once you have the account, we can just take the, yep. the funds right out of your account. We do PayPal for the people that want to use their credit card. And we even do BitPay for the people that own Bitcoin. Nice. And look how that's been beaten up over the last little while. And e-transfers. Yeah. And e-transfers. I forgot right. that. But, you know, everybody that's, that I speak to is either very knowledgeable about real estate. Normally, you own your own home, so you get to know a little bit about real estate or if you own a second property. But people know about real estate. People have been putting their money in cryptocurrencies. Some have done extremely well. Most people have got killed. If you bought, uh, you know, Bitcoin at $17,000, you're not very happy at $6,000. You know, the marijuana stocks. Everybody, you know, wants to own marijuana stocks. 
Some of them are done well, but most of them are going to get beaten up. Yeah, you missed the boat. But it's it's all about it's all about value at this point. There's there's things that are overvalued, things that are undervalued. You know, if you listen to the fundamentals that we're talking about, you'd say, yeah, this is undervalued, and that's what we're seeing happen in the market. We're seeing investors coming in at the lower prices in in precious metals, and they're acquiring their product. And this is amazing to see because people are being more and more savvy. And I was talking with a client last week where we were just saying, you know, people because what you're talking about, Paul, about real estate, cryptos, uh, pot stock, you know, you're not hearing people talking about that as much. You know, in November, Guildhall could not get away from talking about Bitcoin. Yeah. And the funny thing is, is even the major people, players in Bitcoin, their, their one major argument is that, well, you know, uh, the currencies are backed by guns. That's true. They're not backed by gold. They're backed by guns. But guess what? Even a cryptocurrency, the government can come after you. In fact, they can come after you even more because they you signed up for something online. That's not private, right? So, and uh, the you know they're all over people on the taxes of, of things like that. So ultimately, when it comes down to it, um, you know the people are going to have to face those guns. The question is how you do it. I'm not saying don't get involved in cryptocurrencies. Uh, you know. There's nothing wrong with going after uh, different types of investments. We straight off course a little bit. We want to get into Turkey because it's so yeah. important to understand why this one country is a test case for uh, what happens when central bank policies start to raise interest rates. When the low interest rates are done, what's happening? Because this one situation is the cause for all of the stuff that we've talked about today. So understand the linchpin, under, get rid of the politics and start to look at the money. Let's look at the money here. Sink our teeth into it after we take a, a, a short break. The number one eight seven seven eight silverguildhallwealthcom Reminder as well, as Jeremy said, gram of gold with every 5000 invested in a TFSA or registered account through Guildhall as well. More details online. Real Money Show continues. Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. One eight seven seven eight silver is the number. Guildhallwealth.com. 5,000K invested. You do that. Gram of gold will be yours. TFSA's registered accounts. Uh, call the number. Go to the website. Get a hold of uh, Paul, Jeremy. More details or a member of their team as well. Turkey, we, uh, we promised to get into it. Let's get into it. Yeah, so what you're hearing is Trump's tariffs. You're hearing um, the political stuff, right? You're hearing what's going on with, with Turkey. Here's the, here's the thing. The Turkish lira has started to descend six, seven months ago. It started to fall down. The problem with that is that they have borrowed just like every other emerging economy and every major global economy has been borrowing and borrowing and borrowing while central banks have continued to, to have low, low interest rates. Well, now that the, the Turkish lira is falling... It's happening at a time where their debts that they've borrowed over the last decade are starting to come due. Some of the big ones are coming in October this year, and then you start to see a lot more come through in uh, 2019. The problem is, is you've got, you've got several factors happening at once. The Turkish lira is falling, the US dollar is going up, and so are interest rates. So let's look at that one by one. You have to pay back the debt. Low interest rate debt still has to be paid back, but it's being paid back at a higher interest rate. That's a problem. If you're you're paying that back in euros and US dollars, well, what happens if your currency starts to go down? Not only are you paying back a bigger debt, but now you're having to pay it back with a weaker currency. 
Now, what happens if the other currency that you're paying back starts going up? You have major, major problems. You have rising interest rate, your own currency falling, and the other currency that you're paying and going up. So this is what the this is the the at heart what the issue is. Now, what happens to those those banks that have lent the money? What happens to the IMF that have lent the money? Right? They have to get it back somehow. But what if all of these banks, one bank gets into trouble as a result of having to lend lent money to Turkey? Well, this is where contagion comes in. Exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it's like working for a company and the company gets into a little bit of financial difficulty or some trouble and, you know, people are working and they say, I'm going to cut back your salary. You can either get fired or we can, you know, let you go or we can cut your salary by 20%. So you're getting an 80% salary, but now you've got to pay your bills. And people are living paycheck to paycheck. It becomes tough. And with interest rates going up, with the U.S. putting up interest rates, Europe is not, they've said, Draghi said, we're not putting up interest rates for a year. So what does the Fed chairman do last month or two months ago? Puts interest rates up. Now they're looking to put up interest rates again in September and maybe in December. Is the U.S. economy that great? You know, if Trump keeps on, you know, upsetting different countries, it's going to get very tough. If there's trade wars, it's going to get very tough. And, and here's, and, and that I mean, leads... again, I just want to talk about some of this stuff that Trump's doing right now. I mean, you know, even with Turkey, it's a deflection to get away with what's happening with the lies that this guy tells. Uh, and the more trouble he gets in every day, he keeps on tweeting, 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 and countries suffer from that. And, and, and individuals suffer from it too. And this is the this this comes back to what's going on in Turkey. You understand what the central issue is, but they they push it off and deflect it to things like tariffs, right? Turkey trades a lot more with China and Russia and and other countries than they do with with the US. So it's not the end all be all. It's a big We'll call it a big client, but it's not the it's not everything. But there's that. So the media is bringing up the Trump issue. Then you see uh, Angela Merkel getting involved, and of course she wants to buddy up to to Erdogan because she doesn't want any more immigrants coming in. They want they need to keep Turkey happy. Um, and then of course Turkey's now turning to Russia and making trade deals with Russia, which is ultimately bad for the U.S. dollar because that means they're not using the U.S. dollar. The other aspect of the of the Turkish situation that that we didn't get to just before is that it comes down to central bank policies. Their dollar is dropping, and they're the, yeah the Turkish lira is dropping, and the central bank is not raising interest rates. They should be raising interest rates to get investors interested in the Turkish lira, get some value back in there, start raising the value of the Turkish lira, but that's not going on. Now, what's also interesting about that, John, is that every every uh, intellectual that jumps onto mainstream media says that their central bank needs to raise rates to, to add value to the dollar. And yet, when the U.S. raises rate, their dollar tanks. It's complete opposite wow. over there, opposite world. Now, Erwan has actually said in a speech to his people for them to sell their gold. If they had listened to him, they would have lost big time on the wow. fact that their that the lira has gone down so much. Gold in Turkish lira has gone from 
it went from six thousand to over eight thousand dollars. Now it's come back down a little bit, but that is a safe haven. That is exactly what you want in a situation where your central bank is failing you. And we know that the central banks are out of ammunition. They're out of they're out of moves. It's going to happen worldwide, and we are going to see this contagion. And I think that the Turkish situation is one of the big dominoes that is a perfect example of what happens when central banks fail people and the dollars start to lose value. And you need to make sure that you're going to protect yourself somehow. So make sure you're out of out of assets that might be correlated to that or start to think protective. And we do see that in general. We see people saying, well, you know, I've been in the stock market a long time. The The... You know, the rate of return isn't exactly what it was a few years ago. I think I'm going to start to become a little more defensive. And I think that's the point here is think about being a little more defensive. Think about having some hard assets that have no counterparty risk. And that's where gold and silver come in. one 877 silver that number. Get it happening. Guildhallwealth.com as well, Paul. Yeah. Again, if you're looking to get in into an investor kit, if you're looking to buy gold and silver, you can buy physical directly from our e-store, start off small, um, make a purchase, have it delivered or pick it up. Um, we have the registered accounts, which we partner with Questrade. We have a depository, which is safe, secure, allocated and segregated. And you can sell product with just a phone call. We had clients yesterday selling product. You know, they run a little scared or they want to sell a little bit off. Um, that's okay. Um, but you can do that on a phone call. And the other thing we offer is an allocated finance where you're buying 100-ounce bars of silver with bar numbers where it's allocated to you. You can go visit it. You can finance up to 80% of the product. Um, so you, for 1,000 ounces of silver, you can put up as little as around about six dollars $7,000 uh, to buy you know, fifteen, sixteen thousand dollars worth of metal. For you to double your money right now in silver, if it's trading at fifteen dollars, give or take, it's got to go to thirty dollars. By using allocated finance, you put up six thousand dollars. We get a six dollar move in the market, and you've doubled your money. It's not for everybody. Um, I don't recommend it for people that have to go and use their credit card to borrow or from their line of credit. But if you have cash and you were thinking about buying 1,000, 2,000, 5,000 ounces of silver, put down 20, 30% as a deposit. Keep the balance back. If the market dips, which if you would have bought at $16, $17, but, you know, if the if the if the market comes off, like if it, you purchased at $17 and it came down to $14.50, you've saved that money that you didn't pay all the right. money out and you can buy and cost average and ladder in. So it's a great way to own gold and silver. Uh, I recommend it. Give us a call if you're interested in that. Jeremy, how about the uh, TFSA? For those who haven't used, you got a lot of room, what, 56 and a half K? And then what, 5K per year after that? Somewhere around there, right? Yeah. A the, lot of silver room in there. Yeah, the government's changing a little yep. bit here and there. But over the years, the fact is, is you can now invest over $50,000 into your TFSA. And uh, I think that having some physical precious metals in your mm-hmm. TFSA is a great a uh, great place to be. We we have some clients calling and, and asking about that because ultimately, you know, when you're owning physical precious metals, we're not reporting to the government because precious metals is not an equity. It's it's not a security. It's a it's a physical asset. And so, you know, they don't sometimes people don't want the responsibility of having to 
uh, claim their gains to the government, and that's where the TFSA becomes uh, very easy for them to use because they can say, okay, I know I want to invest in silver. I don't have to worry about it. I know I'm getting what I want. Yep. I'm getting that physical product. But whatever it does, I don't have to worry about what, what my gains are. It's all mine. It's very easy. And I think that's the, the benefit of the TFSA long term. So silver makes a lot of sense in that. We know that in this market, uh, what happens in gold gets amplified in silver because silver is a much smaller market. So when you see these downdrafts in silver and gold, you get even more undervalued on silver. That's where that ratio comes in. Okay. That uh, you know, when you see gold silver going over eighty to one on that ratio, that's a buying opportunity. I think you know, if you looked at nothing else and you just said, ah, "What's the ratio of gold to silver today?" Oh, it's gone well above eighty to one. Uh, that's a that's a time for me to get some more into my portfolio. I did myself this week. Uh, we saw a lot of our clients cost average uh, continue to just you know pick up a little bit more here and there. They I bought on the, a dip yesterday myself. Yeah, I thought it was a great price. Yeah, they see the price and they go, oh, you know what? Time to add a little bit to the mm. portfolio. We think it's a great time for people to step into the market, and we are seeing that as well. People saying, you know what? This is the moment. This is this is what I've been waiting for. Good entry point, low risk entry point, low cost entry point. To your point, Paul, absolutely finance it. You could put up, you know, uh, half of what you intended to invest. Put the other half in the bank. Get get one and a half percent on your money. <laughs> um, but you know what? Yeah. That hey, that covers or put it somewhere else. That Do covers somewhere. your storage, right? Yeah. So uh, great opportunities there. Physical with Guildhall. Great prices with Guildhall. Service delivery. Go to the website, guildhallwealth.com, and we'll take good care of you. Then we'll get into diamonds, as promised, after a short break. That number, one eight seven seven eight silver gram of gold with every 5K invested in the aforementioned TFSA or other registered accounts. Go to the website for uh, lots more details. Real Money Show continues. Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. One eight seven seven eight silver the number, guildhallwealth.com. Love this part of the show, fellas, where we talk about the diamonds. Love this part. That's right. So... Guildhall has been on a mission lately. We are trying our best to accumulate as many Argyle. I'm noticing tanks on the website that we can that we can, uh, because we know that uh, you know a year and a half from now the mine will be closed and that will uh, shutter 90 percent of the world's pinks from coming to market. Yeah. So it's a, a incredibly rare luxury asset. Where what we do at Guildhall is we focus in on really high quality. Uh, we're not just looking at, uh, you know, color is very important. We're always looking at the four C's when it comes to natural fancy color diamonds. But, um, you know, you always have to take each diamond with all of those criteria together. So, you know, if a, if a pink diamond happens to be one carat and it's uh, a vivid and it's an SI, which is slightly included, meaning you could see mm -hmm. the inclusions in that, well, that's okay. <laughs> no one, right. no one cares because it's a it's a one carat diamond, and you don't see those very often. And the color is very strong. Where we draw the line is at the very small ones. You know, when you see a, a diamond that's a, a you point know, two five or something, point two five or or smaller yeah. even, and uh, even if the color's strong, it's an SI. Uh, you know, you you could go online as a listener right now, go online and find a plethora of diamonds like that. So. You know, you're not looking as an investor to find something that everyone can get a hold of, right? You want something that is hard to get a hold of. Um, now, these are not just hard to get a hold of, but they're also beautiful to look at, right. and you can put them into into a custom jewelry piece and wear art and enjoy the investment as it goes along. And I think that I think that 
going forward, people, there are already people out there who do this. You see very wealthy people doing this, but I think more people are going to come to this as well, where they're not going to say, they're going to say, I don't know if stocks is the only route to take when it comes to investments. What about, because I've seen it work with my real estate. I've seen that quote unquote asset rise, but what about assets where I don't have to Mm -hmm. outlay a ton of money, whether it's on taxes or maintenance or transfers and things like this? What about a luxury asset or a rarity? That's where things like wine, things like vintage cars, um, and of course, diamonds come into play. Mm -hmm. Of course, colored diamonds are much more rare than white diamonds. White diamonds are not rare. They're just a very hard stone that right. uh, can last forever as a result. Um, what we're talking about is storing your wealth somewhere where 15 years from now, 20 years from now, you're going to look back and say, I can't believe what I paid for it. That's that's what we want our customers to feel. And we want them to be in the market for a long enough time to to realize that type of gain. So we've seen huge gains in natural fancy colored diamonds over the last 10, 15 years. And in pink diamonds, in some cases, we've seen over 400% in the last 10, yeah. 10 12 years. And this is the type of money that can be made in this, in this uh, atmosphere. So one diamond I wanted to talk about today is a fancy pink radiant cut that we have that's an argyle diamond. So again, there's a cachet with Argyle. We know that they produce 90% of the world's pinks. They also tend to have stronger color, more jammy colors, and a variety of color at the same time. This is a fancy pink, but it when you first look at it, you're going to say, wow, it's on the cusp of an intense. It really feels like an intense diamond. In fact, I put intense yellows, uh, intense pinks next to this fancy pink, and this one seems stronger. Now, when we're talking about fancy, intense, vivid, these are the color grades. Vivid is the strongest, most saturated color tone. Then you move into intense, and then you move into fancy. So this is where you're going to come up with an entry-level diamond, right? You want a fancy pink, just over a quarter carat, 0.29. Clarity is incredible, VS1. Now, the difference in price between a VS2, which might have one little scratch inside or one little bubble inside or little whatever tiny one little extra inclusion might be inside could be a huge difference in price. So when we move up to the VS1, we know we're moving up in rarity as well. This is a diamond that you could have in your portfolio for close to 30,000 Canadian, yeah. maybe just just over 30,000 Canadian, and something that you're going to hold for a very long time. And maybe if you're lucky, you never have to sell it. Maybe you pass it on something that has more than just sentimental value but actual increasing value at the same time imagine passing something like that on to your son or your daughter uh, for them to to start their uh, accumulation of wealth at the right time so this is something that we have available at guildhall it's typical of the type of diamond that that we acquire and help clients to and put into an, their portfolio it's also an argyle with yep. the argyle inscription yep. and argyle certification um the argyle in theory, in just by marketing. But when you get that certificate and you look at the diamond, uh, the, as Jeremy said, they produce 90% of the world's pink diamonds, um, and yet it's only one-tenth of 1% of their total diamond production. So it just tells you how rare it is. And this type of diamond, as Jeremy says, you can put away 
Uh, it's money in the bank. We're seeing less and less Argyle pinks at the moment because whoever has them is just pushing them to the back of the safe. Mm. Why would you sell it today when you can sell it in two, three years' time and get maybe an extra 30 40% or as much as 50% in increased profit? We just think that this is a great opportunity. We have one of the best collections as well of pinks as well as yellows. Um, I have probably more internally flawless yellows on my website than any website I would say around the world. Uh, and the, But the diamonds that I pick, that I choose, have to have extreme, extreme um, scintillation, there's sparkle, the cuts are great, the colors are all great. The clarity is really important. But when I buy a diamond, as Jeremy said just now, this diamond is a fancy, but it's borderline intense. So if you were actually grading a diamond 1 to 10, this would be a 10 plus in a fancy, which would give you a low intense. But an intense puts the price up almost 50% immediately. And and when we're looking at these diamonds, we're looking at quality we're looking for the long term. I got to tell you, John, every week, it never fails. I get a phone call from someone who's who's trying to resell a diamond because the people that they worked with, their company either went out of business or they're refusing to take it back or, you know, and then I, I can't say to them, yep, I'll take it. I, what do you have? Yeah. And inevitably what they have is, yes, it's a colored diamond, but it's just not good quality, unfortunately for them. Um, it's not, and, and I say unfortunate because it's not a market that takes rocket science to understand. You just look at the four C's and say, give me the best. That's it. All I want is the best. Yep. If, if, if IF is the best in a yellow diamond, then give me an IF diamond. If a pink diamond don't really see internally flawless, in terms of clarity, give me the next best thing. Now, I'm going to move down the line. Give me the strongest color. Okay, great. Now, the shape of the diamond, the cut. Give me the best cut. I don't want good. I want very good or excellent. I don't want to look on that report and see the symmetry is good or fair. That's not going to sparkle. That is not going to be right. something that you are have that has an allure that you're going to just want to look at over and over again. And, uh, you know, ultimately when I've seen it, Paul, you've seen it, the diamond chooses them. They just, a client will come in and they just can't take their eyes off a certain diamond. They'll look, we'll show them a whole bunch of others. They'll keep coming back to one in particular. And we, we have a technique we just slowly start to take away yeah. the other ones. Yeah. And then we go, I think we found the right yeah, one for exactly. you. Now, you get the right diamond. Now we want to put it into into a piece. This is what uh, we're looking at with the yellows because they do they are a little more substantial. You don't have to try to build them up with, you know, smaller clusters. Uh, and, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Pave of pinks and, and just try to build them up. But the fancy yellows perfect for putting into jewelry we have an incredible custom jeweler mm -hmm. he does incredible work he's he's worked with tiffany's he's worked with um burks he's worked with the best he's so creative we have a particular fancy yellow internally flawless radiant cut it's gonna with the with the setting it's about twenty thousand. 
You can't find that anywhere. Why? Because we're not paying retail. We don't pay for fancy display cases and fancy signs and to be in a fancy mall. But that doesn't mean that you, you don't get fancy product. This product is in many cases even better than that. And this diamond in particular, this 111, so if you're listening, go to go to the and you, you're not driving, <laughs> go to the website or if you're at a park if you're at a stoplight, check it out. The 111, this is a, a, a Paris cut diamond. The 111 fancy uh, diamond uh, is an incredible stone. The setting uh, is a set with a halo and it's a double stem. Um, we're selling that diamond for $17,895 Canadian. Now, if you were to go into one of the major stores, the one with the blue box, you'll be looking at $40,000, $45,000 for this same diamond in the same setting. We are a second-tier wholesaler. We buy the best product, and we provide our customers with our incredible knowledge that we have. If you're looking for an engagement ring, you know, we tell people, stay away from the whites. They never go up in value unless you're buying uh, a D in internally flawless, triple X, very hard to find and very, very expensive. White diamonds normally just don't go up. And as an example, for every 10,000 carats of white diamonds mined, you're going to find one carat of colored. It doesn't mean that that's going to be an investment grade with a, that can turn into a great cut. Well, Paul, just uh, I want to. You're talking about white diamonds. I think it's important to say that the total appreciation of white diamonds from 2005 to 2018, according to the Fancy Color Diamond Research Foundation, was 31 percent, which equals about 2.4 percent a year. You compare you that. You lost to, money with inflation. Yeah, you compare yeah. that to something like uh, fancy pinks. If you if you were able to get a one carat fancy pink, uh, you know you were getting 463 percent, which worked out to 34 percent a year. I mean. White Diamond versus the Dow Jones, at least the Dow was moving up a little shy of 10% a year versus two and a half, yeah. right? But, but it, and, and then you have the liquidity issue of a, a White Diamond. What do you have that I can't get anywhere else? Right. And again, we, we look at all the markets. We look at the stock market. It's had a terrific run, I, I have to say. It's had a terrific run. It's having a tough time getting back to its all-time high, though. what goes up must come down. And there's going to be a correction. And there'll be probably blood in the streets. It always happens. You know, the small investor always gets killed. You know, we know investors that got killed in 2008 and they still haven't got back with this terrific bull market. You know, not everybody owns Google stock, Apple stock. You know, how many shares you've got of Amazon, John? None. At $1,900 US. You know, it's a little tough to own. You know, the average investor is looking for... Not a penny stock, but a stock that they can buy for two, three dollars and go up maybe mm -hmm. to five, six dollars, or a twelve dollar stock, you know, with some type of return, with some type of dividend. You know, investing in whether it's the stock market, you know, whether it's in real estate, eventually there is a correction. I was listening yesterday to Mark Cuban, uh, you know, multi, multi millionaire, billionaire, owns uh, one of the basketball teams. He's took his cash out of the market. He's got a couple of stocks left. And you know he's got good timing. Yeah, he's into cash. And a lot of other people that, you know, that, you, that I look and I follow and respect, they're into cash. They're, they're seeing the writing on the wall. So, again, if you're looking to make an investment, look at gold, look at silver. You know, it's like pistons. When all the pistons are going, you know, 
real estate's up, marijuana stocks were up, cryptocurrencies were up, stock markets up, and gold and silver were down. Interest rates, if you put my left money in the bank, you know, you owed them money because inflation was was taking your money away uh, of the interest that you were actually making or if you got even some interest. So gold, silver, very undervalued, time to buy to get into the market. Pair that with a natural fancy color diamond, whether you buy a yellow, you can get started you know, for $15,000 for an internally flawless or an argyle pink where the mine is closing in 2021. It's going to be money in the bank. We were advertising a green diamond last last week and the week before, an incredible green diamond. We finished up having three offers on it and we sold one and now we've got to try to find two more of the same caliber, which is going to be a very, very hard job to do. Go to our website, look at the diamonds, Go look at the e-store, phone up for an investor kit, get started. Guildhallwealth.com is the website. That number to phone up is one eight seven seven eight silver Reminder as well, Grandma Gold is yours with every 5000 invested in a TFSA or other registered accounts with Guildhall as well. Till next time, Real Money Show, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.